Well, greetings, ladies and gentle nerds, and welcome to the Speculating Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Neo, and this... Um, I think this is a show. I got a show. Something like that. probably wouldn't have guessed it from that opening but this is episode 90 uh we are nine away from 100 as of this point um we i fucking somehow reached 90 fucking episodes um beats the fuck out of me uh yeah we'll get to uh certain topics later in the show but, uh, yeah, let's just jump right the fuck into it. Um, yeah, usually I'm supposed to start this off with uh, some sound effects, I think. But that shit never fucking works for me, so... Whatever. Uh, let's try this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. You're too kind. Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, DC Comics announces a Justice League versus Kong versus Godzilla crossover event to be released October seventeenth. Um, isn't uh, Godzilla versus Kong two supposed to come out October around October? So I think uh, I don't think it's a setup, but uh, it's probably something to, you know. Uh, boost some shit. Um, how do I feel about that? DC Con? I don't know. I'm sure they'll make it make sense. I don't know, fucking know. You know, it's just it's just rather very interesting that it's the Justice League versus King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh boy, that shit better fucking work. <laughs> Uh, John Boyega has stated that he's willing to return as Finn in future Star Wars installments. So, does that mean he's definitely coming back? We don't know. that, But he's, like, open to it. That's good. That's a promising thing. After the shit show that was, uh, what was it? Uh, what was it? Not, uh... The Last Jedi and The Force, uh, not Force Awakens Force, Force Awakens was the good one um, Rise of Skywalker After those two shit shows And the shit that he got in return You know I, I wouldn't have Well, money talks but uh, Yeah This was probably before uh, Some of this news is not Well, no Yeah, this came out during the writer's strike 
and uh, the subsequent uh, SAG-AFTRA uh, strike. So, yeah. Uh, is that a good thing? Yeah. Finn was a great fucking character. John Boyega is a really great actor. Uh, I'd like to see what else he can do with the character. Uh, I would hope uh, he's coming back in Ray's new movies or movie. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be movies yet, but uh, it would make sense because it's in the right timeline and shit. So yeah, that's a that's a fucking plus. Anyway, uh, Ryan Reynolds is a man after my own heart. Not only did he bring back bring Wolverine's costume into live action format, uh, but he will also produce the Biker Mice from Mars revival series. Uh, I did not get where it's going to come back. I don't know if it's on his new Maximum Effort channel. I don't know much about that in, to begin with. But uh, because there's a couple of stories uh, regarding Ryan Reynolds. But Biker Mice from Mars was my shit, man. Um, for the, uh, I don't remember too much of the... Of, well, basically, they were giant mice. Well, humanoid mice. Uh, what is it? Anthropomorphic is the word. Anthropomorphic mice uh, from Mars that rode on motorcycles. I don't know if they came to Earth. It's been a long fucking time. All I know is that I wanted that dude with the vest and the fucking shades, the, the leader. I wanted that toy so bad. Um... But yeah, I loved... Dude, they should do... I I don't think... No, I don't think they were all at all in the same company. or this, But, of course, with uh, the success that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, everyone came up with anthropomorphic fucking uh, animal superheroes. Uh, street sharks, biker mice from Mars. Uh, uh, there was a fucking other one. Uh... Dino Force or some shit, some 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 way somehow, animal creatures got some kind of mutagenic genes in them, and they transformed into humanoid creatures who fought crime and shit. I don't know why it. Ha oh, what was it? The Toad Warriors. Uh, that was mostly a video game, but they had a. Was it Toad Warriors or Toad Fighters? But that was a straight up fucking video game ripoff of te uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, am I saying that to, to wrote what it was uh, Toad Fighters or Toad Warriors or something like that? That was another one, but they had a little mini cartoon I think to go with the release of the video game. If I, if memory serves me right, but that was a little before my time. Uh, that was like. 86 87 88 maybe i was born i was born in 88 so uh anything before that was is probably considered before my time in a sense i'm very much leaning towards more 90s and even if that came out in the 90s i was still a brainless fucking child <laughs> that didn't know what the fuck was what 
uh, I did uh, when I started getting into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was like five, and I was co- cognitive at least of some kind, of, in some fashion. But Biker Mice from Mars was one of my favorites, and so was Street Sharks. Street Sharks was one of my favorites. I don't know how or why uh, either Nickelodeon or whoever has the rights to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at this point in time has not bought the rights to those other properties and made a cohesive fucking cinematic universe because fucking hell Biker Mice from Mars would get my fucking ticket. No fucking problem. Uh, Especially if they teamed up with the fucking Ninja Turtles and, and the fucking Street Sharks. How the fuck has this not been something that some studio executive has fucking brought up to something? I don't fucking know. But uh, Ryan Reynolds is going to produce the revival series of Biker Mice from Mars. We don't know where it's going to be. I don't. I don't know where it's going to be because I tried clicking on the link and the link didn't send me anywhere. Uh, <laughs> how professional this show is! Uh, Ninety episodes and I still don't do the fucking research. <laughs> uh, also, Ryan Reynolds, uh, in association with his Maximum Effort channel, is planning to uh, bring back Alf, uh, the Muppet Alien or the Alien Muppet uh, from the early '80s uh, TV show, Alf, A-L-F. Um, uh, from the clips that I've seen, I'm pretty sure it's fucking funny. Uh, I think it's a Canadian show, so that would probably make sense that Ryan Reynolds wants to bring that back. So that's cool. That's fucking cool. You know, I'm not against it. Uh, DC officially announced uh, two brand new animated feature films, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths and uh, Watchmen. Watchmen's getting the DC animated universe, uh, you know, touch. Uh, they they uh, once did a Crisis on Two Earths, which was not an inf- uh, infinite crisis, crisis on Infinite Earths uh, storyline. It was actually, uh, they just called it Crisis on Two Earths, but it was actually, I think it was, uh, it went by another name in the, in the comics. I could be mistaken. I'm pretty sure it was Crisis on Two Earths. Uh, and that was dealing with the crime syndicate. Ultraman and uh, uh, Power Woman, uh, the Owl, you know, they were all like, you remember Crisis on Two Earths, that animated animated, uh, original movie, which was, I think it was based on Crisis on Two Earths, or it probably went by another name. But Crisis on Infinite Earths is a completely different animal. And that sounds fucking amazing that they're doing that. So I can't wait to see that. Watchmen. Uh, I think that's just another fucking cash cash grab or something. I, I don't know. Why Why the fuck do another Watchmen? Let alone even if it's animated format. <sighs> fuck it. I've seen the Zack Snyder movie. I don't, I don't really give a shit. So yeah, there's that. Uh, Invincible. We recently had San Diego Comic Con. And uh, I didn't keep track too much of what the fuck was going on because not a whole lot came out. Uh, but there was uh, some Mortal Kombat stuff that came out, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but these, uh, Invincible Season 2 premiere uh, was announced to premiere on November 3rd, 2023. And in conjunction with that, they on the same day, 
of this announcement, they dropped a prequel uh, miniseries or a mini short or something of uh, Adam Eve, the character Adam Eve. So there's a nice animated, not, well, of course it's fucking animated. It's invincible. Uh, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, yeah, it's a little animated mini short thing. Unfortunately, uh, behind the cameras. No, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, I forgot. Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Uh, so fucking professional. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 2 drops August 11th on Disney+. In uh, other news that is actually pretty old but transformers rise of the beasts dropped on paramount plus back in july 25th so yeah still haven't seen it unfortunately uh in other news uh daredevil the daredevil suit that is to appear in echo disney plus's echo series uh is set to be similar to the Netflix version of the suit, the red and uh, red and or burgundy and black, whatever the fuck it was, uh, it was a mute color. It was a mute red and a mute black. Um, of course, this is probably taking place at a certain point in time, probably before he went to L.A. and got his new costume and so on and so forth. Um, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Sorry I'm not as uh, overly enthusiastic about shit as I normally am. Uh, that'll be... We'll talk about that later. Uh, but Spider-Verse 3 officially delayed with no new date announced yet. Um, is this due to the writer's actor's strike? Probably. Most likely. But there has been talks... Uh, before uh, that happened, um, uh, before the strikes happened, that Spider-Verse would be a minute. Uh, Spider-Verse 3, I should say, uh, beyond the Spider-Verse, uh, is uh, was go not probably going to meet its release date. But I guess the strikes have officially said, told them that, yeah, we're, we're not going to be able to finish this shit in time. So it's officially uh, pushed back. They don't have a date yet. In similar news, uh, Craven the Hunter, which was supposed to drop in October of this year, I believe October 6th, uh, has been delayed until August 30th, 2024. Next fucking year. Is that just straight for the strikes or did other things uh, add to that? Um, I would not be surprised if maybe there were some mixed reactions from the trailer and they might want to go back and fi fix things or re-edit or reshoot some things. I don't know if they can reshoot things with the, the strikes going on, but, uh, that's, that's a whole, nearly a whole fucking year from now. It literally is a whole fucking year from its original release date. Which was uh, supposed to be, what is it, July, August, September, October, two months from now. So they pushed that movie all the way fucking back. So it's got, that has to mean other than just, uh, you know, movie problems. 
Um, I'm going to bury the lead of episode 90. As I do. It'll be the title of this episode. But I'm going to push it back. Uh, moving on. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 Gearus reveal trailer. Gearus is back. I don't know how the fuck I feel about that. I don't. I, I, he was not a standout character for me in MK11. Uh, he had some cool moves. Uh, he was an interesting concept, but he just did. I honestly did not give a shit about Gearus at all. And for them to bring them back must mean that if there's something important to the story that they want to tell uh, concerning him, they did bring up the Sands of Time, the Hourglass, uh, Liu Kang reversing time and meddling with time and shit. Uh, so, because uh, it, it, as you've in another trailer that dropped prior, which released uh, other new characters and other, other new storylines, and I don't know or recall if I brought this up in any previous episode, so I'm going to try and remember. Uh, hold on, let me check my notes. Uh, Kenneth Brona, Rings of Power. Uh, let's see here. I was uh, 85, 84, 83. Yeah, so uh, I did not uh, apparently. Not that's episode 86. Episode 87. Uh, current actors, writer strike. Carl Urban confirmed to be Johnny Cage. Yeah, but let's see here. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was episode 88, episode 89. Uh, episode 88 and 89 were for subscribers only. Uh, movie commentary tracks for both uh, Buckaroo Banzai and Captain America the Winter Soldier. I have one more day, or technically two more attempts. Uh, to do one final movie for this month, and that will be uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's neither here nor there about the current story we're talking about. So I should try and get back on track. Chugga chugga. Um, so it was not a, okay. They released uh, a new trailer for Mortal Kombat 1, and it revealed Baraka's back. Um,. Oh, Tanya and Lee May. Uh, Lee May, Tanya, and Baraka are new characters, not new characters, but uh, original, uh, old, older characters that are coming back as main characters in this new timeline, MK1. Um, from that trailer, we learn of the Umgadi, and the, the Umgadi are the protectors, uh, or are the, for the, the pol not the police force, but. Protectors of the throne of uh, Adenia and I, yeah, Adenia and Outworld. I think it's, uh, I think their Adenia and Outworld is combined in this story, and so it's one cohesive. I don't know. Either that or Outworld is still another uh, thing. Uh, it's a, it's a whole mixed bag. I think this whole story is a mixed bag. 
because there is there is a leaked um, gameplay footage or story mode fo- footage of Liu Kang and Li Mei. They're in a chariot car together and they're talking uh, about uh, some recent shit that was going on. And Roke Reku is back. I don't think he's a playable character. He could just be there for the story. And so is Motaro, uh, which is really fucking cool. Uh, again, we don't know if they're playable or if they're any real importance to the story or if they're cameo characters. We don't know yet. Again, this was a leaked uh, uh, video that I saw. So uh, they're in league with General Shao. He's not Shao Kahn. He's uh, General Shao. Uh, in in this current timeline or in this current storyline, how does Shang Tsung fit into the story? I don't fucking know, but we'll see. So there's that, and the Umgadi are supposed to be protectors. And Li Mei was the head of the Umgadi. She gets kicked out, or she is uh, exiled, or some shit because uh, the king, uh, King Jared. Right, King Jared, uh, Kitana's uh, father, was murdered, and so, bada bing, bada boom, you know how it goes, you know. Um, so, but she thinks there's a new threat, and she wants to join Liu Kang, but she needs Kitana's help or whatever the fucking case may be. Again, this story seems like it's going to be a massive fucking story. This could be because MK11, the chap, there was what. Well, if you include the Aftermath storyline, I think there's like 20 fucking chapters in Mortal Kombat 11. This could be a 25 fucking chapter story, even though they have a small amount of main characters in the uh, in the roster. Um, so who knows? These cinematics could last longer. There was also another... Um, I Oh... I did speak about this at some point, but uh, I, 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 it appears to be true. Um, there was another leaked uh, scene from the story mode, and it's of uh, uh, Smoke, Sub-Zero, and Scorpion. They have to break into, I think, uh, some temple, and they say uh, it's, it cuts off very suddenly at the end of the certain scene of... Um, and I think uh, they say Natara's scream is heard and she's supposed to come in, but they, the scene is cut. Excuse me. And so Natara might be back. We don't know. Again, these could just be characters that appear in the story mode. They could probably come back in uh, expansion packs or combat packs or whatever the case may be. We don't know, but it's most likely. But again, we don't know the full extent of not only the story yet, but uh, of what's going on in this current timeline. In regards to that, it is official. The Scorpion in this universe or in this story is Kwai Liang. Um, There is no Hanzo Hisashi. Um... So it's uh no I'm sorry not Kwai Liang he's Bihan. Right? Bihan? Which one's Bihan? No, Bihan is Sub-Zero. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Bihan is still Sub-Zero, but he shows qualities of 
you know, ruthless, aggressive, asshole tendencies. And Kwai Liang is Scorpion. Huh. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't know how the fuck I feel about that. And, of course, Smoke is Smoke. And they're like three siblings, but one's adopted and the other two might be half siblings or whatever the fucking case may be. I don't fucking know, but one's a ice powers and one has flame powers. What? <sighs> Listen, I'm just hoping this story makes it make sense. I'm not on board with the whole swapping scorpion... Hanzo for Scorpion Kwai Liang. I'm not I'm not on board with that. That kind of it doesn't turn me off, but it just does not get me super stoked about about that. So that's one that's one thing. Uh so going back to the main thing, not the leaked videos that I saw, but the main trailer for the Umgadi Lime Tanya Tanya's facial uh, uh, what do you say fucking the face they got for Tanya not my favorite uh, same fa uh, same for Johnny Cage um, I don't know who that actor is but it's the, or the any of these actors per se but some of the, the it's the, the meh. it's a meh you know, uh, I'm so used to Tanya looking one way and to have her look another way. And it's no offense to anyone or any actress or anything like that. It's just not what I pictured for this character, especially with past renditions of the character. And it's like, oh, that's it's quite like a, it's a. a it's a sudden, it's a shocking change. It's a sudden change, you know. They do it in every fucking game, again, with my problems with their continuity, but um, from game to game. But, you know, we got Tanya looks one way in Mortal Kombat 10. Uh, I believe they mention her in MK11. And they have a picture. They show a picture of her, and then shocking episode uh, MK One. Oh, she looks completely fucking different. Um, but it again to each his own. Maybe I'll grow to like it when I play the game and shit. And be like, oh, it's, it's not a big deal. Um, but uh, there's still, to me at least, a sense of a relationship between her and Melina. So that's really fucking cool. I'm glad they're sticking to that. I, I, hopefully. Uh, it was just a one quick shot and uh, line that was shared between the characters. So I don't know. But um, I'm fucking going all over the fucking place. So uh, Melina, it's revealed that she suffers from Turcotony. I forgot how the fuck they pronounce it. But it's not that she's a clone and that she was made uh, in a, you know, she wasn't genetically engineered and made in a lab or from the flesh pits, as it as they say. Uh, she wasn't made in the flesh pits by Shang Tsung. She is an actual blood sister of Kitana, but that she suffers from a disease 
that turns uh, people into Tarkatans. It's a, it's, it's a, it makes the their teeth, you know, get the way they are. They grow bones coming out of their shit, and it's a disease that deteriorates also the mental capacity of people that get it. And so uh, Baraka is probably the most far along in the disease, but he maintains his, I guess, uh, thoughts and, you know, awareness or some sort of humanity. Uh, But he says that uh, by the end stage, we'll just turn into bloodthirsty monsters. You know? Um... It's an interesting concept to turn Tarkatan people into a disease. Um, that apparently there's no cure, and Liu Kang, uh, Barack is like, fuck Liu Kang. He, if he hasn't cured us of this fucking disease, then fuck him, you know? So, <laughs> but Baraka, the design of Baraka looks really cool. Uh, very, um, not as. Uh, he looks he looks slick, you know. He looks he looks pretty very similar to MK11 design, but uh, a little more, a little different. There is a bit of a difference to his look. Um. So yeah, they so Melina suffers is has those has the gene for that uh, disease. So as it progresses in her system, she starts getting those teeth, her mouth gets wider, shit like that. And there's this the quick scene of uh, Tanya coming up to her and like, "Are you okay?" And it's like, "I'm I'm good, Malia. I'm good, Tanya." Whatever the fucking shit. So, um, again, they made. I, I guess this is an attempt to broaden the story in certain ways. I'm not sure how I feel about the Tarkatans being not a race, but a disease-ridden uh, uh, people, you know? Like, almost, uh, like, they, they're not zombies, but they're, like, you know, pretty soon they, they'll lose all their faculties and just be bloodthirsty monsters, as Baraka put it. I don't know how exactly I feel about that. Again, until I play the game and I, you know, I, I tell, I learn the story of it. But I, I don't know. Some of the, they're bold. They're making very bold changes to the universe or to at least the timeline. And this is all technically supposed to be Liu Kang's fault. This is all Liu Kang's. This is all through the premise, uh, the, the, the uh, what do you call it? The, the view, the view scope of Liu Kang. So he thought, eh, fuck Tarkatans, let's make that a fucking disease. Uh, (laughs) What the fuck, fuck, man? You know? I don't know. It's just, but uh, uh, there was a thing, there was a a line from Garrus' trailer that revealed that Garrus is a playable character and uh, part of the story. He says, you've meddled with time to uh, an extent that, you know, some things are just very different or very wrong or some shit like that. And so I, I, I would not be surprised if we have a race for the hourglass again. 
Um, listen, they they should have stood away from fucking time travel from the get-go, but I guess unless this is like their arc that they wanted to fucking tell since MK9, okay, it makes sense, but you know, again, until I play MK1 and know what the fuck is going on, I can't really speak too much. I can, you know, speculate as I do and just give my uh, overall opinion on what I'm seeing and hearing. And so far, I'm not... I'm not disheartened. I'm not... uh, Unsatisfied. Look, the gameplay looks incredible. They took MK11 shit and they just upped the ante. I mean, and some of the fatalities look like they're going to be so fun. Uh, one of uh, Luke Kang's fatalities is that he sucks you into the beginning of time or some shit and snaps his fingers and creates a black hole and then you get sucked into the black hole piece by piece while he holds you until you're like fucking skin and shit. It's fucked up. Um, oh, Darius is a, a, a OG character from the digital age. I think he premiered in mk5 was it deadly alliance or deception either deadly alliance or deception because i know he was in armageddon because armageddon had the biggest fucking roster you could fucking imagine uh i mean every single fucking playable character was in armageddon uh, even fucking mocap but uh darius is back as a co- uh, as a co- uh uh, what the fuck is it called? Cameo character. And he's for combos and shit. Um, again, unless ca- unless the cameos is something that I have to use. Like, hey, here's your fighter. Now pick your cameo fighter. I'm gonna... I'm just... I'm still... It's... Why not make a fucking tag team game then? What the fuck? You know? And I'm droning on too much about Mortal Kombat 1. But before I finish... Uh, Combat Pack 1 has been announced uh, as well during the San Diego Comic-Con reveal of the Umgadi. Uh, Combat Pack 1 includes uh, Omni-Man from Invincible, Homelander from The Boys, Peacemaker uh, from uh, Suicide Squad and The Peacemaker Show, and it's very much clearly uh, John Cena's face. Under that helmet. Uh, Ermac. With a very unique look. I'll just say that. It's a very unique uh, design. Uh, Quan Chi. uh, Looks very similar to his MK9 version. And Takeda. A little. uh, A little callback to MK10. With the. uh, The MK babies. Um, some are speculating that Takeda is not Takeda and it could be Hanzo Hisashi as Takeda which doesn't make any fucking sense but we're getting Takeda um, in the combat pack uh, combat pack 1 I should say because I would not be surprised if there's a combat pack combat pack 2 or 3 for MK1 but we shall see um, I mean because seriously MK10 well, MK9 had uh, Freddy Krueger 
and Kratos. And that was it, right? They had Freddy Krueger and Kratos. MK10 had... Wow. Uh, not Robocop. They had... Uh, Predator. Alien. Jason. Uh, Texas uh, Leatherface. And... Wait, did I say Terminator? No, that wasn't Terminator. Oh, it was Jason and Ter and uh, Leatherface. And I believe there was someone else. Oh, yeah, there was the Tremor and uh, uh, Triborg and some other fucking character I fucking forgot. Uh, I don't remember. I could just look at my fucking fucking game, but... <laughs> my fucking fucking game. Um... But MK11, they had Robocop, Rambo, Terminator, uh, who else? Uh, Melina was, yeah, she was part of the combat pack. Um, Spawn. They had probably like, what, eight combat characters? Uh, and then if you pre ordered, you got Shao Kahn and shit. Um, I'm not going to pre order to get. Shang Tsung. Now, I could, if I'm so desperate to play MK1, I'll get it when it drops. And just, but, I could do what I always do and just wait for the fucking MK1 XL, whatever the fuck they're going to call it, and have all the fucking combat packs already in that fucking shit. Because <laughs> I am not one, personally, First, first of all, I'm not one to, uh, who's financially secure enough to fucking constantly pay for every downloadable content that they drop along the fucking way. You know what I'm saying? So if I want all these fucking characters, I'll get them all in one fucking shot. That's why I got MK11 Ultimate Edition. That's why I got MKXXL because it already has those characters in it. I'm not fucking... Booting fucking Netherrealm Studios or whoever the fuck for more money, that I, for more money, to fucking get characters that I could get that I can end up getting at the very end of the fucking release. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I could if I'm so desperate to watch the movie, uh, the MK1 movie, I'll watch it on YouTube when it fucking drops, and then I'll get the fucking game when they get the fucking Ultimate Edition out, and it has all the fucking characters in it. Because I am not going to keep fucking spending money for every fucking downloadable combat pack. Sorry, not fucking doing it. I will fucking die on that hill. You know, you get... I could understand if... I, re I remember the good old days when you had to play the game and unlock a fucking character. And you just got the fucking character. You didn't have to pay for it. You didn't have to fucking do too much you just had to like do a certain level at a certain you know a certain pace or some some little secret that got you that fucking character but, like congratulations you've unlocked you beat this again you beat this game in x amount of time you just unlocked you know but then with this monetization of every fucking thing it's like watch i i would not be surprised with this combat pack three Ooh, harley quinn should be in it That'd be so fucking cool. They had Joker in, what, MK11? So, yeah, bring in Harley Quinn. Uh, combat pack. 
you know, the closest thing we got to Harley Quinn was um, Cassie Cage uh, skin pack. And what was it? Noob Cybot was uh, Batman Who Laughs. Nah, fucking actually give me those fucking characters. Harley Quinn in a fucking uh, Mortal Kombat game? Hell fucking yeah. Where the fuck did I go from there? Uh, <laughs> where? How did I get there? How do I get here? Uh, and sad. That's the Mortal Kombat news. And sad news. Uh, before we get to the uh, Chaise de la Resistance, or whatever the fuck you want to fucking call it in French. <laughs> you know, the, you know, whatever. You know what I mean. The fucking, um, the reason why you fucking clicked on this fucking episode, maybe. If I haven't lost you already. Um, and sad news, Tony Bennett passed away on July 21st. I didn't hear about this until fucking way later. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Tony Bennett passed away? Fuck. And uh, just recently, on July 26th, we lost uh, Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Uh, I I should... uh, Tony Bennett was probably like 100. And... (laughs) No, he was like... uh, what was it, 94 or 84? No, he wasn't 84. He was fucking definitely not 84. Uh, he was either 87 or 90. Instead of fucking just guessing. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, 96. Tony Bennett was 96 years old. Uh, Sinead O'Connor... Uh, let's see here. Uh, do, 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 do. Shit. It's just uh, nothing compared to you. Uh, she was 56. Oh, wow. That's fucking young still. She was only 56. <sighs> yeah. Rest in peace, Tony Bennett and Sinead O'Connor. Uh, yeah. So on to um, the main course, if you will. Secret Invasion is in the books. All six episodes, all six hours of the show. It, or, you know, roughly six hours. Not bad. Um, I came in late, and there was already three or four episodes up, and I watched all three or four episodes, and then I watched episode no, all three episodes, the first three. Then uh, I missed episode four, and then I came back to watch episode four. I was a couple days after that. Uh, episode five and episode six, I watched back to back. It's a good show. Uh, very much the spy thriller it was trying to be. Um, spoiler alert. Five, four, three. Rhodey is a scroll, or was a scroll, uh, and it appears that he was a scroll since after Civil War. Um... Now, we learn he's a scroll in episode four, 
I believe, uh, episode four that was dropped, uh, or that was you know spoiled if you haven't seen it before. Um, of all people, a, a female scroll was playing Don Cheadle's uh, 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 roadie, but that's a long fucking time. Now, there's a plus and there's ne- there's pluses and there's negatives to that. Because that that uh, when uh, at the end of uh, episode six, uh, Gaia played by uh, Daenerys, uh, Amelia Clark, uh, she frees all the uh, people that were captured and replaced by Skrulls. And as we go through the li- the lineup, we get Martin Freeman's. Uh... What's his fucking face? Agent. Uh... Fuck. From Black Panther, <laughs> Martin Freeman's character from Black Panther, from the CIA, who, uh, uh, as of uh, Wakanda Forever, was supposed to be in Wakanda. So I don't know how the fuck they got him. And no, Nick Fury, I think, uh, sprung him out of jail or some shit. Somebody sprung him out of jail. Oh, uh, yeah, the Wakandans. The Wakandans were supposed to take him, and apparently, no, he was captured by the Skrulls and replaced. Uh, Agent Ross, thank you. Myself. I remembered myself. (laughs) But if you guys were like, Agent Ross, you idiot, thank you for telepathically giving me that answer. Um, and so they got Agent Ross. So next to Agent Ross was Don Cheadle. Uh, not Don Cheadle, Rhodey, who was in a hospital gown and could not walk correctly. So that leads us all to believe or at least it has been semi-confirmed or uh, uh, kind of confirmed by the director who says, I think that's what that means. But they just had me dress him up in a hospital gown and, you know. So that means, let's see, uh, Civil War. Then we got Infinity War, Endgame, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What else? Uh, no, there was something before that. Was Captain America Civil War? Okay, yeah. So everything after he gets crippled, or it breaks his back in uh, Captain America Civil War, at some point the scrolls switched him out, <laughs> which, and I guess got him into the position that he is in in Secret Invasion as liaison to the President of the United States. Okay, because that's not where he was at the Civil War, nor was he that in Infinity War or Endgame and so on and so forth. So, but again, a lot happened during the snap. Funny thing, Nick Fury's wife calls it the snap. He's the only one that everyone else calls it the blip. Why is that? She said ever since the snap. And he's in a later scene in the same episode. He says the the blip. Uh, 
Just fucking call it the fucking snap. I don't know where they got the fucking blip from. Yeah, the fucking blip. Whatever. Um, I digress. This console will turn off automatically in five minutes. <sighs> Give me a second here. No, you won't. Uh, anyway. Uh, I'm losing fucking focus. So, uh, the, it doesn't, it, did they plan on having Rhodey be a scroll all this time? Probably not. Most likely not. I guess they thought that would be a good thing, a good little twist to the story. But, and and on the other hand, the positive to that. That gives Don Cheeto so much to work with. Considering his best friend is dead. He didn't know. He can't walk right. Because he never got the... Uh, the uh, rehabilitation that he was supposed to get. And the, the, the movies... Or the years after Civil War. Half his fucking friends from the Avengers are fucking gone. There's... And then you got shit that happened in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He didn't know what the fuck was going on with the blip. He was lucky enough to not have been snapped away and shit. You know? Um, Again, it's a little convoluted to have him be a scroll from that time to this time. Because it just doesn't... But again, they there was so little of Rhodey in those movies that they could get away with it. Like, oh, he was just a scroll all this time. That was a scroll pretending to be him. and Yeah. So... So, again, that's not only five years of the blip he missed. But that was also... Uh, another... What? Because Civil War, the time between Civil War and Infinity War is probably about a year. So, you got nearly, let's say, t- uh, six, seven, maybe eight years worth of time that he missed. And so much happened. And so he's also, he's kind of like Captain America. He's a man at a time. You know? I missed so fucking much. And then he's got so much to deal with. Now he's got to catch up with. I'm a liaison to the President of the United States. What? I'm this? I'm doing that? I'm, I'm what? I'm what? What? Tony's dead? What? I didn't go to his funeral. That's like, that's got to be something that's that not only as an actor, but as a character uh, uh, for this character to go through. That's trauma. That's, um, you know, character development. That's adversity for the character to go, to come, to get over. Like, I was not here. I lost my best friend. I've lost time. I have a whole fucking career that I don't fucking have. Or don't, didn't know I have. Or did not make for myself. You know, um... 
And not only that, but he's also going to deal with the armor wars. That's what his main. That's probably what all this is going to main focus on in armor wars. Is that not only did I lose my best friend, but my best friend's technology is out there, and people are using it for this and that and that and the other thing. And then you got. I think uh, Sharon Carter, who had that little role in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. She's coming back for Armor Wars, and she's going to have you know a, a a story to tell there. And so it it it's a positive in in a story and character development wise, but for us it's a negative because it's like we lost all that time, and it's not even the real Rhodey. I mean, we had all this time with this character, and it wasn't even supposed to be him. And then it's just, and it's kind of time-wise convoluted or complicated to think about so but at the same time i think the positives kind of outweigh the negatives of that situation because it gives it gives don Cheadle so much to work with it gives the character so much to to overcome and to develop you know into a character of his own so uh that's a cool thing that's the spoiler of that but in regards to Secret Invasion as a whole, um, not Marvel's strongest um, series, but a very good one. It was thrall. It was thrilling. It was the problem. Okay, the problem with Secret Invasion. Not enough time. Everything was... We gotta go. Clearly, it's a product of... The pandemic. It's a product of... The timing. It's a product of... It's a product of a lot of things. And it suffers for that. Uh, it could have been, I think they could have, uh, if they wanted to tell a really good fucking story and more in-depth story, they could have gone another, let's say the six, another six, so if they gone the seven, eight, maybe ten episodes, it would have been a solid, like, oh shit, this is, oh, this is compelling, but everything was so fucking rushed, you know, especially towards the end. The, the the fight between the super scrolls, Gaia and Gravik. It was it, it's intercut with a dramatic scene between Nick Fury, the president, and Rhodey and Sonia that it's like again it was edited uh you know almost anticlimactic in a sense because you really want to focus on the super scroll fight but you're also focusing on this dramatic moment people at gunpoint and you know we don't know this 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 stare down of characters and then we cut back to the super scroll fight then we cut back to that cut back to the super scroll fight you know it kind of it suffers it suffers from his timing and this is clearly very much a product of the pandemic because i believe secret invasion was filmed back in 2020 2021 and we're just no 2022 right 
Because this, this seems like if they filmed it recently, you know, because it has to be a 2021 because I think they pushed it to 20. It was, they had to push it back a couple times. Am I not uh, mistaken? Because um, I think Secret Invasion was was done for a while, though. They didn't just film this last year or the year before. Or they could not have just filmed this last year. Especially the set pieces just seem so small. That it, it does feel like it was... Oh, shit. Be right back. Sorry, I was running out of time. Uh, but... Fuck. What was I fucking saying? Um, so, yeah. It feels... Uh, Secret Invasion felt like it was something that was filmed during the pandemic. And I'm pretty sure it was. This is not something they just filmed not too long ago. You know, I, I, I honestly feel like... At least the feel of the, of the series... And the way it's shot and produced and put together... It seems very pandemic-y. <laughs> um, if it was not filmed during the pandemic, or a little after the pandemic, or whatever the fuck, it seems fucking parad- pandemic. So it kind of it suffers from that. Um, even look, Wakanda Forever was filmed during the pandemic. Uh, so was uh, Shang-Chi. Those were both 2019-2020 movies. 2020, no, uh, Wakanda Forever, I think, was pushed back to 2022. So if that, that must have been filmed in 2021. Okay, so if this is releasing in 2023, and I'm pretty sure it was pushed back a couple times, or at least once, or yeah, at least a couple times, maybe once, um, because I think Secret Invasion was supposed to drop last year, but I think they because remember they shuffled their whole schedule. Excuse me. This I don't think this was originally supposed to be Phase Six. Uh, this was supposed to be Phase Five. This was supposed to at least be before or after. Uh, first of all, this now that I think about it, this whole fucking timeline seems fucking. It don't make no fucking sense. A lot of shit, cause, um, and by the end of this series, the president of the United States declares war on the scrolls, and says we will kill every last one of you, because of the attack that they put on him, and tried to uh, blame it on the Russians and shit. And so he's like, fuck that. And that created some vigilantes on the streets trying to kill scrolls. You know, and they do. There's some people on fucking TV get fucking shot up and they turn into scrolls. And then there's people that were scrolls that people that get shot and they were not a scroll anymore. You know, like this has ramifications, serious ramifications that has not been touched upon. By any other fucking series or any other fucking movie or any other story. So this is 
a huge turning point in the MCU, and it doesn't. And if it, uh, uh, again, this seems like it takes place in a weird fucking time. Um. Yeah, and it turns out there's like a million fucking scrolls on the planet Earth, a million, hiding on Earth. That's probably not even counting how many kids they had in the meanwhile they were there we don't fucking know um oh and it turned out as they said as uh spoiler uh nick fury married a scroll hence his uh predilection and his concern for scrolls because he married one a beautiful actress uh who played uh, the scroll uh, I don't know if she played the scroll scroll in the scroll makeup or she just played the character that the scroll turned into. I don't fucking know. I think it's the same actress uh, just under the scroll makeup. But that's neither here nor there. Beautiful actress. Uh, uh, very talented as well. Um, so, yeah. And then he go he comes from the the Saber space station. I don't know. Whew. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I beg your pardon. Uh, to be fair, it's 3.36 a.m. on a Saturday morning. So, as I'm recording. And um, and I watched this stuff yesterday. So, I'm going verbatim from what I remember of the show. So, Again, there are huge ramifications from this little six-episode show that should inform everything else that comes after that. Because there's a, an alien race on the planet Earth that can look like anyone, and no one knows who they are. She-Hulk didn't touch on this, so it can't take place before She-Hulk... Uh, Miss Marvel didn't bring this up, so it's definitely gonna take place after Miss Marvel because it also leads into the Marvels somehow. Because I did not see that, unless there was an after credit scene, but nobody's talking about an after credit scene. I didn't see an after credit scene. Um, so does that? Um, I don't. It's um. Look, it's not bad. It's not great. It's good. It's a good spy thriller story. It's a good six-hour story, but it suffers because of its six-episode frame and it's the timing that it... Because, again, I'm telling you, this does not feel like this was 2021 or 2022. This feels like they filmed this back in 2019, 2020, <laughs> and then they just fucking finally decided to release it. Um, let me see. It's 2023. This had to have been filmed during 2021. And it was supposed to release last year, but they pushed it back to 2023. I'm fairly certain of that. I'm fairly certain of that. And I think the reason why they pushed it back is because either... Uh, where they wanted it to take place within the timeline or who fucking knows this could again this multiverse saga does not feel like a multiverse saga this all feels like it's all taking place in one little fucking area 
You know what I'm saying? So, we got the Marvels coming up next. Wow. If you think about it, there's a lot of shit that's supposed to be filming right now. But it's not filming right now because of the SAG after strike. And the fucking writers. The writer strike and the... Holy fuck. The writer strike and... Because, first of all, the writer strike, a lot of people stopped working because of the writer strike. Yeah, some shows that, okay, we're going to keep going. We already have this stuff written. We're just going to, we're going to power through. Then came SAG-AFTRA. And now you lost your fucking actors. Holy fuck. Marvel's got to push back a lot of shit. A lot of shit. If they don't fucking come to the fucking table and negotiate with these writers and these actors. Holy fucking shit. Not just Marvel, any fucking movie. A lot of these, that why do you, I? That's why I honestly think Spider Verse and Craven were fucking pushed back because, holy fuck, we don't have any actors to fucking promote this fucking movie. So we might as well push it back. The writers and the actors that do the voices and probably putting the movie together, they can't fucking work on it. So we might as well push that back. Wow, this is gonna put again. This is going to push back so much fucking shit. Because one, if it's not already finished. And it's only halfway fucking done. And then the strike happened and now nobody's fucking working. What is there to fucking put out? Other than the shit that you already filmed in 2022 and 2021. That you pushed back a couple fucking times. You know. Yeah, there's probably some things that were finished filming earlier this year. But they're not going to fucking release them anytime fucking soon. They're going to push those shits back for, you know, it's like another it's another fucking pandemic because the pandemic pushed a lot of fucking shit back. You know, we're just now getting certain movies that were already fucking filmed way back when. I know that was only a, that was only that that was only that was a few years ago. But there are still some movies that we still haven't fucking... Like, no, we've gotten them, but... Some of, some of the movies that we've gotten were fucking filmed back then. You know what I'm saying? Or I could be completely fucking wrong and I'm just fucking shooting at the fucking mouth, but... Otherwise, Secret Invasion... It's confusing. <laughs> if you really fucking try and wrap your brain about it. Around it. Um... But it is good. I recommend it because if you're if you're a fan of the spy thriller thing and you're a fan of the MCU, you're gonna want to watch something like that. Um, and where it fits in the timeline, I have no fucking clue. Um, and my shit turned off. Um, you know what? Let's let's go see where it fits in the fucking timeline. <laughs> Live on the fucking air. Um, so. It's worth watching for the fans. I don't know if it's worth, you know, rushing to go see. Hey, they took She-Hulk off the fucking banner. Yeah, it's Nick Fury, Wanda, uh, 
My god, I have such a crush on Florence Pugh right now. Uh, Shuri, Captain America, Sam Wilson, Captain Marvel, and Loki. She-Hulk was there for a minute. I don't know what the fuck they took her off for. Infinity Saga. Multiverse Saga. Oh, they got the MCU Multiverse Saga. WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, Black Widow, What If, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Multiverse of Madness, Miss Marvel, Thor, Love and Thunder, all the Groot stuff, She-Hulk, Werewolf by Night, Wakanda Forever, Guardians, uh, Volume, uh, The Holiday Special, Quantumania, and Secret Invasion are all part of the Multiverse Saga. I don't know how because none of them fucking seem like a multiverse problem. <sighs> Whatever. Okay, in timeline order. Okay, buckle your seatbelts. We're going through the timeline. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Agent Carter. Captain Marvel. Iron Man. Iron Man 2. The Incredible Hulk. Now on Disney+. Plus. And it belongs to Marvel Studios now. Fuck you, Universal. We own that shit now. Um... Thor, Avengers, Thor the Dark World, Iron Man 3, Captain America Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Civil War, Black Widow, Black Panther, Spider-Man Homecoming, Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, Loki, What If, WandaVision, they moved WandaVision after Loki and What If. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is after WandaVision. Shang-Chi is after Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Eternals is before is after Shang-Chi, but before Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Hawkeye falls behind uh, Multiverse of Madness. Which is fucking weird because either they're taking place at the same time, which... No, that would not make sense because uh, Hawkeye is during Christmas time. And that has to be after Eternals, yet no one speaks about the fucking giant Eter fucking celestial coming out of the fucking ocean. Okay. Moon Knight falls after Hawkeye. Uh, Wakanda Forever is after Moon Knight. She-Hulk is after Wakanda Forever. Miss Marvel is after She-Hulk. Thor Love and Thunder is after Miss Marvel. Werewolf by Night and Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special are in between Love and Thunder and Quantumania. Secret Invasion is the last one. Uh huh. Of course, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is gonna fall after Holiday Special, but before Quantum Mania. I mean, that's fucking obvious. That's gotta be. That's gotta be the placement of that. <sighs> Quantum Mania. Have I spoken about? Have we talked about Quantum Mania? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe that'll be a spoiler review. I don't know. We'll get back to that. Yeah, but Secret Invasion is after Quantum Mania. Hmm. See, even fucking Quantum Mania was made during the pandemic, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Wakanda Forever was during the pandemic. She-Hulk was kind of during the pandemic. Thor Love and Thunder was a little after the pandemic. Miss Marvel was during the pandemic. Uh, 
Moon Knight, I think, was during the pandemic. Eternals was before the pandemic. Uh, Hawkeye was a little... Yeah, it was done before, but came out during the pandemic. Yeah, Shang-Chi. Damn, I want to watch Shang-Chi again. Loki was during the pandemic. And there's a lot of fucking, like, not to fucking go down the fucking rabbit hole of Marvel shit, but... There's a lot of shit that they have not fucking, like, answered the question to, you know? They should not have been afraid to do WandaVision Season 2, you know? But no, they jumped straight into a movie and made Wanda the semi-villain or the villain of Multiverse of Madness. Um, Because we got Vision out there somewhere. We don't know. They say the rumor is that they're giving him his own show, uh, Vision Quest. And that's him rediscovering who he is and what's his place in the universe or whatever the fucking case may be. Uh, but there's that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of loose ends that are all over the fucking place and it, they don't seem. Blade. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the fucking place, but, um, what was it, um, uh, yeah, they're just not, they're not, like, tying up the loose ends, you know what I'm saying? Then you got Blade, Blade has been delayed twice, was announced pre-pandemic, was delayed twice, and is, I think, currently delayed again because uh, some problems with the script or some shit. I don't know. But that was supposed to start filming for soon. Luckily, before the strike, Captain America 4 was done or is done. And the only thing that could uh, prevent anything from happening or its release, excuse me, could be... Um, Reshoots. If they have to do reshoots, they can't do it because, one, either they don't have the writers or they don't have the actors or both. So that could be the only reason why they'll delay it or at the same time. Oh, there was something else in the fucking news that Walt Disney is looking for AI professionals with six-figure salaries promised. Like, What? Are you fucking kidding me? AI professionals? Oh, and to lure them in, you want us to give them a six-figure fucking salary? AI is not the... And, I mean, this... Uh, that shows... If that's true, that shows so much... Fu- like, learn to read the fucking room, Disney. Like... No! Just... No, stop that. That's like slapping the fucking hand. They reach you for AI and you slap the fucking hand. Like, no. Don't touch. Not good. Bad. Kaka. Ew. No. <laughs> um. But anyway, moving on to the to end the show with show notes. Um, I went on hiatus from the social medias. Just before 
Musk and his asshole self turn Twitter into X. We're let's face it, we're all still gonna call it Twitter and tweets and this and that and I don't know where the fuck he's going with this X shit, but just before the X dropped <laughs> I told uh, some of you folks who are regular listeners or followers or whatever the case may be and subscribers, uh, I'm taking a little hiatus. Dude, as soon as I, not deleted, but uninstalled Twitter or X, a huge fucking weight lifted off my fucking shoulders. A huge weight. Then I got rid of Mastodon, uh, threads I had to keep, but I'm barely fucking on there at all. And that's, I think, because it's connected to my Instagram. I could, I, I, I'm keeping my Instagram as well right now because of personal reasons. Um, but yeah, uh, what was it? Hive. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, I have Blue Sky, but I don't have Blue Sky. I'm, it's still just a fuck it. I, I, I got to get rid of that because uh, it's not letting me go on anywhere. Um, what was the other one? There was Mastodon. There was uh, Threads. Hive. Uh, there was something else, but but Twitter, surprisingly, soon as I fucking hit uninstall and it was gone from my phone, a huge weight lifted off my fucking shoulders. It was so fucking funny. I was like, ah, oh, what the fuck? Like, I, it felt so, like, not that it's a burden, but it kind of is stressful to um you want to get noticed and you're it's like you're in a constant uh show you know what i'm saying like i'm 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 tapping my feet i'm dancing a jig to get your attention but i'm not getting your attention you know what i'm saying um and it just, it feels like, yeah, some people stop and throw a quarter in my little cup, but, you know, I'm still trying to get everybody's attention. Like, look at me, I'm fucking Gregory fucking Hines here over here, you know? <laughs> For those of you who don't know Gregory Hines, he's probably the most famous tap dancer besides uh, Ben Vereen. Uh, and if you don't know who Ben Vereen is, I'm pretty sure that's the guy who played Will Smith's dad in Fresh Prince, Deadbeat Dad in The Fresh Prince. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Gregory Hines is probably the greatest fucking tap dancer ever and slash actor, you know, slash performer. Uh, look at him, look him up. Gregory Hines. Uh, Gregory G-R-E-O... Greg... G-R-E-G-O-R-Y. Gregory... Heinz, H-I-N-E-S. Uh, there's a funny bit in uh, History of the World, <laughs> and he's they they have these people lined up to be killed. He's like, no, 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 you can't kill me. You know, give us one good reason why. And he goes, because I could do this. And he throws sand on the ground and he starts dancing, tap dancing on the sand. And like, hey, you got some moves. Where'd you learn that? Where are you from? And he goes, Ethiopia. What part of Ethiopia? He goes, 146th Street. (laughs) 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 
that's a New York joke because he's from New York. I think that's Harlem. 146th Street is a a, a Harlem Street. <laughs> so, like, where'd you learn it? That's like that Ethiopia. <laughs> what part of Ethiopia? 146th Street. <laughs> he's still fucking dancing and shit. <laughs> you know, I've never heard of that place. Um. Uh, History of the World. I want to see History of the World Part 2. But History of the World is funny. Uh, Gregory Hines is in that. Uh, So, anyway. I digress. So, I'm putting on my best fucking Gregory Hines for the folks on Twitter. And it's... um, I don't know about the rest of you guys. Um, Again, I, I am... Not to get too personal or anything like that, but I'm. I'm trying to fucking find the words. Um, it's like. It's, it's like the movies. You got your character in a position they don't really want to be in. And they see something else for them and their life. Uh, for themselves and their loved ones and so on and so forth. And they want to get to that that place. And that's why I do some of this stuff. The podcast, the writing, sometimes the art. You know, I'm just, again, trying to put on a show. And such a show. It's hard work. And it's it's daunting. It's stressful. Because. Again. I'm. Uh, I guess I'm just not there yet. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, yeah. And so I guess. That's probably what it was. Because on Twitter. It's so much. About. The dance, the show, the 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 getting your the trying to get your attention by putting on the best show possible. Not just this podcast, but I mean like I'm putting on uh, not a character but a version of myself. And as I put it that way, and that version of myself is not, uh, I guess, appealing. <laughs> to some folks and so that triggers certain things and so yeah um so to to get rid of that you know that constant 24 hour performance and saying hold on I need a break and I put it on my thing um on hiatus from the socials for a while. I don't know how long. I'll probably come back in a couple days or it's been a couple days, but it's been it's been since what? Thursday? Wednesday or Thursday. I uninstalled Twitter. And like I said, a huge weight was lifted and it felt like I don't have to perform anymore. I don't have to put on the act 
anymore. I could just relax and do the things I like to do. And so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going... If you are listening to this... Again, uh, I don't... Look, I'm a realist at some points, but, you know, whether you're listening to this or not, uh, I'm not going to post this on the socials to get people to listen. I'm just going to post it. I'm just going to put it on the Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. If you listen, you listen. If you don't, you don't. And that just uh, shows me where the fuck I'm at. Um... Uh, I w- yeah, I'll probably t- post this on Instagram just to be like, hey, I did a new episode. Bada bing, bada boom. Ow. Uh, but uh, yeah, just uh, uh, always remember to take a break for those of you who are doing the same thing constantly on your Gregory Hines, trying to put on that show and just, you know, just to get folks' attention and stuff. You know, don't forget to take a break and just, I mean, seriously, uninstall Twitter and you'll feel such a relief come over you that it's just like, ah, I'm free. Even for it's, even if it's for a little while, I'm free, you know, um, I doubt anybody will listen to this, but, uh, again, I don't know if, if you subscribe or follow on the Spotify's or whatever the case may be. I don't know if you get notifications to be like, hey, this guy, Speculating Nerd just dropped a new podcast, uh, a new episode. Listen now. I don't know if you get that. If you do, hey, that's great. I uh, hope you listen and hope you enjoy this episode. Um, episode 90, as I uh, have not probably pushed on you, uh, nine more to go and we hit 100. So, uh, subscribe uh, for 99 cents. Oh, that's another thing. I dropped the price. Uh, I think I, I, I said this on uh, this, the subscribers only podcast, but I'm telling you guys, the rest of you, uh, the other uh, four of you that listen to this podcast. Uh, holy shit, it's four o'clock already. Um, I dropped the price to the subscriptions to 99 cents. 99 fucking cents. You get movie commentary tracks, comic book reviews, original art as thank yous for first-time subscribers. Uh, What else you get? Uh, Spoiler reviews and so many other things that I'm going to try and think of for, for once. Uh... But yeah, um, and also uh, hit me up on the emails, uh, the speculating nerd podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any sub- suggestions or whatever the case may be. Um, and uh, we got some more Creators Corner coming up uh, in August. Uh, we're speaking to Batwomanda and Alice, uh, Alexis L. Carroll uh, about their book, uh, Adam. Uh, Adam Lan, uh, Adam Lan, for uh, sorry, I'm fucking half asleep. <laughs> uh, Ad Lander, um, A dot D Lander, uh, about his book. Uh, 
uh, Kyle Hick, uh, Kyle, fuck, uh, shit, it's on, I, I got a few, <laughs> I got a few, uh, Creators Corner in the works for the month of August, uh, really exciting, uh, people do I want to talk to, I'm excited, uh, happy to talk to them, hopefully things work out properly with timing and schedules, but so far so good, uh, we just had to cancel one for Saturday, or no, Sunday, it's Sunday, what the fuck am I talking about, I said it was 3 o'clock, it's Sunday, it's fucking Sunday, my day fucking off, <laughs> I should fucking know this, uh, it's my day off, it's Sunday, 4 o'clock Sunday morning as I'm uh, recording this. Not Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Because if it was Saturday morning, I'd have to be at work. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what else? I think that's it. I think I've covered everything. Uh, episode 90 in the books. This is a long fucking episode. I am so sorry, folks. Uh, but, yeah. Until next time. Uh Take care of yourselves and each other. If that makes any fucking sense. It should, because that's what Jerry fucking Springer always said at the end of his fucking show. Uh, <laughs> until next time, folks. Peace out.